Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sipping Tea. Today, uh, I'll be flying solo because Serena is feeling under the weather after taking her booster jab. I hope you guys have taken your third jab. So for today's episode, I plan to talk to you guys about uh, university roles and this will be a two-part series. So for this part, we'll be talking about university applications and finding the right course to study and even post-grad. So let me start with post-grad. After graduating from poly last year, around April, and every Singaporean man has to go through this thing called um, army before they head into uni, I basically had my post-grad pre-uni plans settled, which is army. So I spe- I'm going to be... Um, I'm currently in army now, so I have about a year and a half more to go. Uh, so basically army is about two years also before I can head into uni. So that's my post-grad pre-uni plans. Uh, for Serena now, she's currently taking a gap year. So she's planning to apply into uni uh, next year, if I'm not wrong, or this year, I'm not sure, but probably next year, yeah. So um, there are actually different pre-uni plans that you can do. So for, for guys, you know, there's this thing called NS. For girls, you know, you can choose you know, to even take a gap year or even take a part-time job or internship as well. Personally, I feel that it's good to take an internship uh, after poly or after graduating from poly or JC before heading on to uni, provided you have the time for it. Why do I say that? It's because internship can give an insight in, as to what you want to study even in university. For example, um, I want to study marketing in uni. So I apply for internship in a, as in a marketing department of a company. You know, I can do simple job. I don't actually. I'm not really sure what marketing. What I don't know, marketers people in marketing in the marketing department do. Um, I don't know, crunch numbers. So like maybe we can do like simple jobs. You know, like uh, administrative work, or like observing how people crunch numbers. I have no idea what marketing people do, but sorry, but yes. So. Basically, this gives an insight into what you want to do in the workforce post-uni. So that's why personally, I feel internship is a good pre-uni plan. You don't have the time for an internship. You know, you don't have like three months or six months before uni. You know, you can always um, do a part-time job. You know, a simple job like, you know, F&B. You can work in restaurants, you know, or like do labor work just to earn some cash before uni to offset the cost of university because I know university is pretty expensive. Taking a gap year is also an option like what Serena did. So Serena took a gap year. Uh, she took a gap year and she's working. Um, some people take a gap year and like just enjoy life, you know, go out, travel, but you know, COVID. You can't really travel now. So taking a gap year is a good break, a good study break as well that uh, many people tend to take. You can explore different options, explore the world, you know, okay, let's say, let's avoid COVID. Let's say COVID never happened. You know, you can take a gap year. If you have the money, you can travel and really learn how to be independent. Um, explore the, explore what's beyond Singapore. I think it's a really good thing to add even into your portfolio as well before you uh, apply for a job or even enter uni. Because you want to approach this gap year with um, the ideology to upskill yourself. So some people even take 
uh, online courses. Like uh, I think one of the episodes we mentioned uh, taking on- online courses. Like for me, I uh, during one of my short little MC break, I took uh, online course on philosophy on Coursera. So I think uh, taking online courses is really helpful to help you upskill yourself so that you can even um, gain some knowledge before entering university. I think there's also this misconception whether um, going to JC is an easier route to uni as compared to going to poly then to uni. Yes, personally, I feel personally, okay, this is my own personal opinion. I think JC, it's easier to get into uni through JC as compared to poly because I, I personally feel that the government, that there should be a priority for uh, JC students as, you know, poly students, you, it, we can easily find a job with a diploma cert and um, we have the right skill set. We are taught the right um, applications to use software to help us even in uh, our field of study even to find a job whereas uh, JC students they are not taught like Photoshop they are not taught how to use AutoCAD they are not taught the different software but I mean I can't I can't speak for all JC students because I never went to JC so correct me if I'm wrong but personally I feel that um, going to JC is an easier route to uni because the um there's a higher there's a priority for them you know to enter uni so that they can learn the right skill sets needed even in to enter that field of study even in, to enter that job scope that they want to go to yeah so but poly obviously there's that criteria there's always that minimum gpa criteria even jc as well there's that minimum point criteria to enter uni um for poly students, it's quite hard uh, to enter uni because I think people say, oh, you need at least a GPA of 3.5 to give you quite a bit of options to enter uni. And 3.5 is basically, I think, straight A's or almost straight A's for your entire three years. And it's not easy to get straight A's for your entire three years because it's a cumulative thing. So if you screw up one semester and then your GPA will be put down. Yeah, so sadly, that's the case for poly students. Um, there's also private JC, uh, sorry, there's also private uni, which is another option that people can take if their studies aren't the best or, you know, they can't get into the course that they want to go. Yeah, so private uni is also an option. Uh, not only that, there's also part-time university. Yes, part-time uni. So, you can work study at the same time. So you spend the day working from nine to five and then at night you head over to the university and you study and professors will teach you and so on and so forth. So um yeah, so there's actually different options for you to get into uni or get a degree at the end of the day. But above all, um something to note is whether Getting a degree is essential, even in current times. You know, because I heard um, jobs nowadays, they don't just look at your qualifications, but they look at your portfolio, whether you can produce like quality standard work. 
Yeah. So as a design student, because I took interior design SP, um, it's not necessary to go into uni in my field or in my course, but uh, I think finding a job even as a creative, so be a designer, be it a architect, or be it, be it a media graphic, you know, in the creative industry, the qualification is one thing, but another thing is definitely your portfolio. So if you're planning to apply to university, really try to build your portfolio. So, I mean, for poly students, it, it should be easier because we were taught how to use the different softwares. We were given the opportunities to, you know, work on projects and even build up a portfolio. But, you know, no matter what, at the end of the day, you know, if you have uh, free time, you can even do your own personal projects as well or even self-learn, you know, YouTube. Uh, like my dad, my dad will always say this, uh, Google for instructions, YouTube for demonstrations. So, you know, if you need tutorials, go onto YouTube. If you need... uh like step-by-step in instructions go to google so like basically the search engine is so powerful you can just google how to create a 3d model of a house and then you can learn how to build a house coding 101 and then you learn how to basically how to code yeah so you can you know even if you're not taught these things you can even go to youtube or google to find out and you know, all the online um, courses like Coursera, all these, they even teach as well. So I think all these things are very useful to help upskill, build your portfolio, so you can even work on personal projects, so that you can even... So it shows a lot, even on your uni application as well. Personally, for me, I have not yet applied to uni, but I have a list of courses that um, I am considering to apply to. So I'm just going to share it with you guys. So I have some courses like um I'm planning to take a ma- one major and one minor. So I'm planning to take um philosophy, communications, new media, political science, English literature, art history, communication studies, fine arts, even in and and even uh design practice. So these are some of the courses that I plan to study or apply to in, for university. And applications only open next month, if I'm not wrong. So, yay, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly dread applying to uni. Because last year after my FYP, during that one month period, I think it was only like, after my FYP, I, I only had like a week left to apply to uni. Because I was so busy with FYP, I forgot about uni. Then right when I opened up, uh, uni application the the uni website application website whoa there was like a lot of things to submit a lot of things to to fill up and go through it's such a huge turn off sorry <laughs> it, it, yeah so I'm, I'm kind of like dreading applying for uni as well yeah but I think what made me came to the conclusion oh what helped me decide what field I want to study um, is definitely knowing what you do not want. So for me, from personal experience, after O-level, when I want to head into poly, I knew what I did not want to study. I, so I know I didn't want to do business. I know I didn't want to do 
um science uh, science i know i didn't want to do like um I don't know. I did, I know I didn't want to do basically business or science or engineering. Yes, so basically, math or science related courses. But I know I'm more of a creative person, so I had design in mind, media in mind, or like those communications, psychology thing. Yeah, so I had all these things in mind. So I basically I kicked out. I categorized my um, selection based on school. So you know, for example, SP, SPS, the School of Design, School of okay, okay, used to have the School of Design. Now it's called Media Arts Design School. Um, School of Computing, School of Business, School of Engineering, School of Science. I don't remember what it's called, but yes. So basically, I know I didn't want to study science, so I just look. So I just crossed out the entire School of Science. Okay, but I did look through the courses, but nothing piqued my interest. So I just crossed the entire thing out. School of Business, crossed the entire thing out. School of Engineering, crossed the entire thing out. So I was left with Media Arts Design School or like um, the Architecture School. Yeah, basically that narrowed down my choices. So I think similarly for university, that's what I did as well. So I looked through all the uni courses based on their faculty and I crossed out the things that I didn't want to study and then basically I'm left with quite a few faculty but um, then I dive deeper and look through each individual courses course on on its own um, look through what I'll be learning I think that's very important because you don't want to go you don't want to like see um, oh hey look um, psychology looks fun then when you actually study it and then you learn different things and like oh I didn't know I'll be learning this or oh, when this is so boring yeah you know this is not the mindset they want to come in to uni with. So what I did was um, I looked through what I want to study. I looked through the courses that uh, look interesting and then I looked into what I will actually study in the different years. So year one to year four or five. Yeah, so I will have to look through that again because I that list has not been updated for a month already. So I think right before our uh, uni applications open, I will look through again uh, maybe curate it further or if there's something else that piqued my interest I will add it in as well yeah so I think uh, one of the episodes I opened a can of worms to talk about um, whether we should whether we should work whether should our passion turn into a job so similarly should we study our passion or should we just follow a trend to study for example Singapore thrives a lot on business and engineering or science. So it's something that um, is the main drive for Singapore's economy. So you definitely find, okay, I'm not saying definitely, but it's, you got a higher chance to get a job if you study business, if you study um, computer science, so on and so forth, because these are very highly sought after jobs in Singapore. But I don't have a passion for business. I don't have a passion for computer science. Yeah, so you ask me to do coding, whoa, my mind will blank out. HTML, JavaScript, I don't know anything. <laughs> so, so um, similar. So what I did, I, I didn't want to follow like this trend where like, oh, you know, I need a job. So I'm going to study business so I can get a job. 
yeah, but I decided to follow my passion uh, um, as a creative because I know that it's something that I want to do. I'm a creative person. I'm not a very technical numbers chart or like engineering kind of guy. So I, I decided not to follow the trend, but follow my passion as well. And sometimes you have passion for different things. Like me, I have, I think I find a lot of things very cool. So for example, I think visual media design is so cool. Interior design is cool. Architecture is cool. Everything is cool. But I don't have one specific cause that I personally like the most. So I took in, so why I took interior design is because um they do touch a bit on graphic design, they do touch a bit on video editing, they do touch a bit on they mainly touch a lot on uh, interior design and architecture. So basically I get a taste of different parts of design even in my course which helped me spark an interest into the media industry the media side of things yeah so I think um, it's definitely a good thing to do your research beforehand research on what you'll be studying research on um, I think research on um, the future job prospect as well so as an interior designer you're not entirely stuck to being an interior designer for the rest of your life so thankfully in my poly day they taught us how to use photoshop a bit a bit like it's not like very very detailed or like basically taught us like the the basic adobe suite uh, applications so like uh, illustrator photoshop lightroom uh, premiere pro so with basically these four applications i know how to do video editing i know how to do uh, graphic design maybe not the best but the basic. So I can actually dive into um, that part of design or media industry as well. So it's good to um, apply. When you're applying for uni, I think it's good to know what, what you'll be studying and the future job prospects. So it doesn't limit you to only one specific job. But as you study in uni, you get to learn different skill sets that can help you in the different jobs that you take up in the future as well. So, yes, I think that's one very important factor when considering, uh, to consider when uh, applying to uni. Uh, not only that, when you're applying for uni, there's definitely, um, there's definitely uni interviews as well, admission interviews. So you might wonder what to prepare for these kinds of interview. So, um, I mean, it honestly depends on what you're applying for. If you're applying for, like I say, a creative job, definitely you, you need to turn up your portfolio. So your portfolio needs to be sweet, sweet. It needs to be like really good. And you it's good to showcase different kinds of um, mediums as well. So for example... In my portfolio, I don't solely... Okay, because I, I study interior design, so I have a lot of interior works. But I also showcase my photography work, uh, my set design works, my um, video editing works. I mean, they're not the best, but it basically shows... Show It's good to show the different things that you do so that 
Um, I mean, it's not only for uni, but also for a future job as well. When you get into, um, it, it even displays or sh- even this showcases the different skill sets that you have and how it's beneficial even in um, the field of study or the job that you're applying for. And not portfolio. I mean, if you're applying in a business or in science industry, I don't think oh, business or science faculty in uni, I don't really think there's much or anything to put in your portfolio, to be honest. But I'm not really sure because I don't study that field. But um, I think your resume plays an important part also your how you show yourself how on that piece of paper or that write up and during the interview how you're gonna yearn to be in the course you yearn to be you want to be accepted by them you know how much they need you in their course I guess you can put it that way <laughs> I think um interviewers love to know why they should hire you be it for a job or even applying for uni, why they should accept you into their uni course. Because they have a limited number of slots. What makes you stand out from the rest? What skills that you have can be applied into their, can be used and applied into their course that others do not have. So I think there's some things that you need to take note even during uh, admission interviews as well. I mean, I can only say this much because I really have not going to uni, have not yet applied for uni, have not gone through admission interviews yet. These are all based on my own research, uh, the people that I talk to who are currently in uni or applying for uni as well. I think the most important part is figure out, figuring out what you want to study first. So, like what I say, um, you can start striking off things that do not interest you, things that you don't see yourself doing in the future. And then from there, you can um, work towards you know, you can it can even be a long list of courses. It's fine, but you can work towards curating the list over time as well, and um, working towards the your desired course. Uh. so working towards in a sense whereby going onto uh online, uh, going on online courses, trying to learn something that can benefit you, doing personal projects upskilling yourself, doing up your portfolio, resume. And then when you apply, you know, then you have to go through the interview, showcase your work, present yourself well, um, fake it till you make it. I think that's very important because if you if you lack confidence, it's very hard for them, for the interviewers to even catch a grasp of what you're trying to say or what you're trying to show them as well. So I think definitely fake it till you make it, you know, get some confidence boost <laughs> yeah and knowing what you want to study in the future you don't want to limit yourself personally I feel you shouldn't limit yourself to a specific job to a specific field of study okay I think I should end the episode here I think this episode is a really quick one because uh, it's my first time doing a solo episode Serena's not here but hopefully she'll feel better and she can join us even for the next episode and Next episode, um, because like I said, it's a two-part episode, University Woes. So in the next episode, we'll be talking about 
um, uni life and you know CCA's culture, hall culture as well. So hopefully we can we'll get a, bring a guest along and who is currently in uni and so that we can give you insight as to basically uni life. Maybe if you've got burning questions, you can. Uh, yeah, if you've got burning questions, you can email us as well at hello.sippinti at gmail.com so we can answer your questions as well. See you guys next episode. Sippinti out.